Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. I am not my same emotional self, but I have Tom here with me to support me through this. He wasn't there for me. Well, Bill's game didn't happen until Tuesday, but he wasn't there Sunday. But that's okay. He's here now. Help me out through this. And that's the only reason why he's here today. Yes. Um, I lo- wrote a little, uh, you know, thing right now. This is going to be a section every time the Bills lose. So I'm going to write down my thoughts immediately after the Bills lose and uh, read them off to you the next day. So here it is. I'm writing this now while I'm still emotionally volatile so that I can provide the greatest insight to my pain to my fellow professionals. I feel a great temptation to blame the NFL for the shuffling of the schedule or the fact that we were missing both our starting corners, John Brown, our starting linebacker, and our backup to that linebacker. I'm looking for someone or something to blame besides the Bills, but there is nothing. I feel empty inside, and I cannot believe that we lost. I know that I said I might have been okay with the Bills' loss, but I have forgotten the pain since our last one. There is nothing but pain. This was the worst possible situation for Josh Allen. It is far more painful that his receivers could not catch, as opposed to him just being inaccurate. I am sick, and this is in all caps, and tired of this defense. We promoted Leslie Frazier to assistant head coach, and where has this defense gotten us? I could say more, but I will not. Until next time, emotional Steve. So, that, that, wow. I mean, that really just lays it out right there. I, I, like, this loss is so much worse than. So, you know... You didn't just lose. We got blown out. Blown out. Like, like, big time. If this was close... Honestly, like, I I probably am going to flip-flop every single time, but if it was a close game, I think I would feel better. But, like, you know, if it was a close game, I might say, I wish it was a blowout instead. I I don't know. That's just, like, kind of the age-old question. Would you prefer to be blown out or would you prefer to lose a close game, you know? And it's like... I think it goes from situation to situation, honestly, because we had high expectations going into this game. 4-0, Titans defense, or Titans team that has just been corona-ridden and been missing for two weeks. I I got a few things to say about the game after I'm done with this, but uh, yeah, and we just went in there and we lost in, in an awful way. I mean... I think there's a whole bunch of reasons as to why we lost. Ryan Tannehill only had 195 passing yards. And Derrick Henry only had 57 rushing yards on 20 attempts or so. Something like that. That's ridiculous. If you were told that before the game started, you would have the Bills slotted as winning. But the Titans' average drive start position was their own 41-yard line. And the Bills was the 20-yard line. So we lost the field position battle. The defense could not hold them to field goals and just let them score touchdowns. We could not set the edge against the Titans. 
And us missing Matt Milano showed with that. He he was the guy who could move laterally and kind of be a quarterback spy for when Tannehill ran it or when Derrick Henry got to the outside. He could go there and make those tackles. And we seem to have forgotten that Ryan Tannehill was a wide receiver at Texas A&M because he was just running all over us whenever there was open space. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, this is... Um, it's it's just what what do you have to say? Well, the play action rollout for Tannehill just killed them every single time. Like they could not catch up with him. We Even Jermaine Edmonds. Jermaine Edmonds yeah. is supposed to be fast. He was not. Right? You miss White very very badly. Josh Norman cannot cover. Josh Norman got thrown. <laughs> thrown All right. by Derrick Henry. So he there, took him, so there, he there. picked him up, and he just tossed him. Through. So, all right. So, all right. Oh, he was moving backwards. Oh, he was like, moving okay, backwards off matter. balance. doesn't matter. Oh, right? come on. Uh, we, we could he try this. Like a, like we could a try top this. Warner football player going up against, you know, Derrick Henry or We something. could try this with literally anyone. Like, put any person in the NFL on him. Put Bobby Wagner in the same position Josh Norman is was in right there, and it will be the exact same outcome because... Because he was off balance on one foot and he got pushed over. But Still with that, take away with that being yeah, said, just... that was embarrassing. That that's absolutely embarrassing. And yeah, no one's gonna remember that we held him to fifty seven yards because he scored two touchdowns and he had that play, so didn't even count. The play didn't even count, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, it didn't even count. Dog move. No, it was a flag on the play. Well holding. here's the thing, like, you know, when 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 a guy gets posterized in basketball by like some insane player, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo or, you know, whoever, you know, whenever they get posterized, it's like, yeah, they're supposed to be doing that. Like Derrick Henry does, has been doing this for years in the NFL. So, but you don't see and Josh, that. You don't see Josh that. Norman like is like thing. the least athletic person on the field. So that's, that's kind of the result hey, of hey, that hey. happening. Uh, yes. Not that bad. He ran a four, six combine, man. That's ridiculous. That's pretty quick. That's like what Devin Singletary ran. And Den- Devin Singletary's a running back, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's fast. He's shifty. That's like Josh Allen ran a four six. Uh, who else ran a four six? I, I can't. I can only think. Josh of Josh Allen players. did not play well. No, he did. Know. Okay, no, so, no, no, no. So that, that pick was. Just so awful. if the floor for Josh Allen is two hundred sixty three yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions, I'm happy with that. The defense was not helping him out there. That's the wide a receiver Haskins stat line right there. Two well, normally Jack normally Dwayne Haskins throws zero touchdowns, but okay. So the one of his interceptions was a bounce off of the receiver. So. And the only real interception he had all year this year was thrown in this game. So the first one was in the against the Rams. That wasn't actually an interception. And the refs called it that, I guess, if you catch the ball and you're down, you can just put your hands on the ball and it'll count as an interception nowadays. So every single defensive coordinator should be employing that strategy so that they can just win the turnover battle every single week. But he had another one that was in the first half that just bounced off of Andre Roberts' chest and popped right up to the corner for him to just grab out of the air. Now, that... Okay, so there... We saw that that was a classic Josh Allen bad play right there on that second interception. So, really, that's the only bad play that he's made all year. And, yes, it was a bad play, but if that's, like, you know, if it's one bad interception every five games, then I think I'm... I think I'm very happy with this. And I think I'm happy with 263 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions being the floor for Josh Allen. 
if the defense were to actually be able to hold them and the special teams were actually to be able to, you know, win the field bat- field position battle, then we might have actually done well in this game. But uh, with all of that and with the... Okay, I just wanted to talk about these announcers real quick. The announcers just hate the Bills every Listen, single week. You, you heard that. them. No, you no, no, you no, heard no. them. I hear them. I hear them, right? But you think that because you're slanted towards the Bills and they are being even, right? So they're favoring both sides equally, I guess you could say, or they're trying to. They're trying to say some good things about Josh Allen, which they said re- they complimented him repeatedly, literally on every offensive drive the Bills had. Even when he had an interception, they were like, oh, that's all right. You know, he'll come back because we know he's a good quarterback. No. No, they Even said, after that they said, terrible They said they want to see him come back after that. They want to see what he's made of, and he didn't really show us that. So, I mean... Maybe they have a point. No, listen, that Josh Allen has so many game-winning drives to back up that he's clutch, all right? Also, you should not You should never throw to Andre Roberts. He's a great kick returner, but he's one of the worst receivers i We were missing I've John Brown. We didn't he's have him. He's an awful receiver. We were missing John Brown. Put and it was anybody obvious. else in that slot besides Andre Roberts. He cannot catch the ball. It's been a plague throughout his entire career. He just cannot catch the ball. He's a bad receiver. He's a great kick returner. He's really know, good at that. I know, but, but we, had, terrible we had to throw to him. We had to. We, we didn't have anyone else that we could throw to, but Stefan was getting open on like every play. No, he wasn't. He was bracketed by those uh, Titans secondary. This by the Titans secondary. They made sure that he was covered every by the single way, play. Malcolm Butler. Two drop. I haven't heard his name since like 2015, but he had two interceptions. I know, like, that's but crazy. okay. So, and he almost ran that one back too. Oh, so all the way. Awful effort by the whole entire Bills offense. They, they they'd given up at that point. Honestly, I mean, I would too. They were doing their best, you know, AJ Green impersonation. The whole entire offense and just not tackling him so yeah that was um that was bad i mean he was down on the ground and they they let him go all the way to the six i know and and the thing with cbs is they like to show the replay like maybe one time before the titans are about to snap it so you can get like a real quick look at it and then you can't actually analyze whether or not his knee was on the ground it was close but we'll just never know it was just his hand it was close dude his knee was pretty close i listen there were no calls I'm used that- to I'm used to the Bills having that one replay, so I'm able to kind of keen in real quickly on what's going on. So. It was close, but it didn't happen. And also, the refs didn't favor the Bills in this game. Yes, they did. There was a there was an well, illegal shift that had a touchdown called back for the Bills. That wasn't an illegal shift. That pass interference on Josh Norman on a third down that gave them a first down. And yes, the Bills Titans had more penalties. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They actually did. They actually did. Yes, the Titans had more penalties called against them, and also then the Bills had the worst worst penalties. I mean, okay, like listen, the ones that three were false starts worse. in a row on one drive, right? And then a neutral zone infraction on. Epineza that basically sealed the game. Yeah, that ended the game for us. You can see job. that McDermott was just pissed. He's, he, he, he was so so he mad. so he gets he gets Derrick Henry for a loss on that play, right? And they were it was like second and short, and they got him in the backfield. And it was third hyped. and seven, and then McDermott's like, okay, he, you know, leave him on the field. He just had a great play, and then he jumps offside, and then McDermott, you see him, you say, get up, get up, come on, get him off the field, like on the sideline. But okay, so. Back to the announcers. So, you know, they, they might have complimented Josh Allen a few times. Sure. Which he deserves very much so after the first four games that he had. And even this game. Right now, he's he's second in passing yards in the NFL behind Dak Prescott, who is now injured. So, really, he could overtake him this week against the Chiefs. But, uh, yeah, I... 
I will talk more about the Bills Chiefs games and our game picks, but real quick on the announcers, okay? They were almost complimenting the Titans for getting COVID and you know, praising them for their effort of coming out after so many days of rest and performing like they did, which wasn't that great of a perform. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of touchdowns, sure, but it was like short field position every single time, and the Bills' defense just couldn't hold them. Ryan Tannehill, once again, had 195 passing yards, and Derrick Henry only had 57 rushing yards. So the Bills' defense, I I don't know. It was kind of like... They shut him down, but then when it was most important, they just let him score. And it was it's so frustrating to see that. But the announcers were totally just hyping up the Titans, saying that like they had no preparation and they, all of this. They could they could talk about game plans over Zoom. These these guys all have I personal know, they, gyms. They weren't conditioning, right? They weren't conditioning. They got, the way these they guys were. all have personal gyms. They, they weren't can practicing all, together. They weren't working on the game plan. They weren't game practicing. Speed. They weren't practicing together. Oh yeah, like they didn't go to some local high school and practice together. They definitely did not, right? I and the thing is they that did. after and I didn't NFL, think they would win because I didn't no think they would be in shape, NFL. right? After two weeks of practice or no practice, right? And then they come out and they just obliterate the Bills. I think you're you might be overreacting a little to the announcers because they got blown out by so much and you know it gets, I know, anno- but it gets annoying it, at the end because I've heard this multiple times because the no, football team gets blown out every week it's ridiculous that they would actually like keep complimenting them after the whole COVID thing it's it's ridiculous to for them to do that so I mean d- you don't think so? No, not really. I mean, they didn't compliment them too much. They didn't go overboard. They complimented Josh Allen just as much as they complimented the Titans. Even if, even still, like they they were blowing them out, and they still weren't compliment. They were still complimenting Josh Allen. They said that he gave great effort, and it was the defensive's fault, which it, is which is correct. That is correct. Right? Yeah. So they were they weren't even keel. They weren't the worst. They weren't the best. They were just all right. I don't like the announcers. I don't care for them. But they weren't favoring one team or the other. I didn't like Brian Dable's game plan this week very much. So you said that it wasn't really the offense's fault. Well, it kind of was, honestly. So, yeah, Josh Allen got all of those stats, and he did good. But the way he got them was not – stats don't tell the whole story, really. Okay, so, yeah, he got those stats. And I know I was saying that, you know, that's his floor, which is great. But it's situational football, really. I mean, you talk about those stats in a certain time and a certain place. They had, like, a six-minute drive in the fourth quarter to get that touchdown pass to TJ Yeldon. The only the only aggressive play they had on that was that touchdown pass to TJ Yeldon. Josh Allen was not playing confident and loose like he normally would, and he wasn't slinging the ball. He He's supposed to be a gunslinger. He's not supposed to just facilitate the offense down the field. He's supposed to take the reins and really just drive the ball as much as he can. He, if he threw that interception, like that was like that was like a 10-yard pass down the field to Gabe Davis that he completely forced. If it was like a deep bomb 50-50 50 ball to Stefan Diggs and it got picked off, I would be much more happy with that. But instead, it, we were doing these little dump off passes to Cole Beasley, which is nice because he's always going to be there for the check down. But I don't want Derek Carr in the pocket. I want Josh Allen throwing it 30 yards every single time, especially in the fourth quarter when we're down by three scores. So, yeah, the, you know, that's, that's my real issue with the offense is that they did that. But we're spending a lot of time on the Bills and think maybe we should move on because i'm pretty sure no one wants to hear me complain anymore all right let's let's go to the next subject all right we'll come back to you with some fantasy advice from the professionals
come back still emotionally distraught with some fantasy advice from the professionals. Tom, you want to go first? Yeah, I like Chase Claypool. I like him a lot. I think he had four touchdowns last week, and Ben really likes him. Ben's arm is kind of weak, and he gets open. He gets open a lot. So, you know, if you want to, you want to put him on your fantasy team. I think he's an easy start. He'll probably go off for a hundred yards this week, maybe a touchdown. We'll see. We'll see if uh, Deontay Johnson is back in the game. Uh, if he is, then maybe not so much, but. Yeah, I think he's an easy start. Yeah, no, I'm there with you all the way. He's from uh, my favorite college team, as Tom knows, Notre Dame. <laughs> I yeah, uh, whatever. We have a running joke. Tom Tom hates Notre Dame, so I picked them as my Watch favorite college team, even though I don't actually watch college football like whatsoever <laughs> so yeah if they were in the NCAA they're not even good cut. they just get ranked every year I know they really do yeah I know it really just it really upsets him but Chase Claypool is from Notre Dame and he is a uh he's an athletic freak in my opinion so I think that he'll definitely uh Juju Smith-Schuster Juju Smith-Schuster has been completely irrelevant since week one so you know even if Deontay Johnson comes back maybe Chase Claypool kind of takes over and Juju maybe gets traded somewhere at Buffalo you know pick him up but did did you know I I saw a real quick I saw a tweet or a article from NFL Le'Veon Bell uh apparently a landing spot for him is Buffalo I mean I mean, we just drafted a running back, and we have Devin Singletary, and Le'Veon Bell is not going to be cheap, so I don't know. I don't think he will land. I think he's going to stay up in the air. I don't think really? he's going to get signed. <laughs> is he? Honestly, though, I like, don't think he's why, that. Who would want him on your team? You know, like, we saw what happened with Robbie Anderson when he went to Carolina. I mean, where, well, but the man's who's looking cancer. for a running back? I mean, when Leonard Fournette got released, I was kind of thinking like, who really needs a running back? But I think 49ers is definitely a good spot for him. Uh, who else? Where else? New, Eng- team. New England, for sure. They got Rex Burkhead, though. They don't need him. <laughs> I know, but I think that Bill Belichick loves talent anyways. But, uh, yeah, Chase Claypool, four touchdown catches. I talked about him in my top performers of uh, week five. So Well, Bill Belichick's not going to pay for Le'Veon Bell. He's going to give him, like, a, a one-year contract yeah, for, like, like $2 million or $500,000. Yeah, exactly. What was he going to pay him? Because, like, you know. It's playing for New England, so I think that Lev Bell wants the championship. Uh, all right, so I got, you know what, I got, I had two different sort of things here. It's really three Vikings players, but so I'm just going to say them all right now. Kirk Cousins is an amazing start against the Falcons. He had a pretty okay game against the Seattle Seahawks. It was like 19 points, but... Uh, we were kind of expecting more out of him, like, you know, a sort of huge Kirk Cousins game against Seattle. But I think that's coming against the Falcons. And uh, who's going to get all those targets? Uh, Adam Thielen, of course, who's been a beast. But Justin Jefferson, uh, if you have him on your fantasy roster right now, he's definitely a wide receiver too, flex spot, the guy, you know. Uh, I think that another guy that you should definitely pick up if he hasn't already been picked up is Alexander Madison. Dalvin Cook is questionable with some sort of injury. I don't know. I have him on a lot of my fantasy teams, so it's really making me upset, and I don't think I'm going to get Alexander Madison basically anywhere. But if Cook is out, this is the stipulation. If he's out, then Alexander Madison is a must-start this week. So three Vikings players. I think it's kind of a well-known thing. Start your players against the Falcons, the Jets, and uh, the Giants. So... 
How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? What a beast, you know? No Very good game against the uh, 49ers. And, yeah, he's I think... He's the Jets this week, too. Like, there's no expectations for him. He's just going to ball out. Like, yeah. there's no question, I think. You know, I think he'll probably go for, like, four touchdowns. But I'm not going to say that. I'll think... Like, That's crazy. His floor is, like, two touchdowns. I'm yeah, this say, is... This least. is right. This is an obvious spot to start uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. He's going to go, like, 300-plus yards, I'd say. And with that being said, Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki... Also, very good starts this week. Um, yeah, absolutely tore up the 49ers. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know. Start start your uh, players against the Jets, the Falcons, and the Giants. So, yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was listening to a podcast this week. I just figured out that Ryan Fitzpatrick is, you know, a free agent after this season. So, Bills. Get yourself a backup quarterback. You want him to come back to the Bills? I want him to on a cheaper deal than we first signed him for. I say Josh Allen is benched. He comes in. He plays his ass off, right? They sign him to another. Josh Allen is never, ever getting benched ever again. They're going to sign Fitzpatrick to another five-year, $500 As Bills fans, fans, we're past let's bench Josh Allen and put someone else in. We're past that. But backup quarterback, we saw Matt Barkley come in. Uh, against the Tennessee Titans, almost throwing interception. He had one good game in Buffalo, and ever since then, it's been awful every single time we've seen him. So uh, the only reason he's on the team is he's Josh Allen's mentor at this point, so we're just paying him to be a coach. I think we should just hire him as like an assistant quarterback's coach anyways. But, yes, Bills, sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, next guy I have is Devontae Freeman. I think he's a good start against the football team. They have had a pretty good run defense. Uh, nah. kind of, I mean, it's been okay. Not really. It wasn't good against Nick Chubb. It wasn't like it's, it's off and on. Uh, in the week. Yeah, adversely, I, I, I'm going to agree with Tom with his sleeper, but uh, we'll get to that. But, yeah, Devontae Freeman's been playing pretty good. I think he's got like a floor of 10 points. So if you're hurting uh, – at running back, Chris Carson's on a bye this week. Josh Kelly, who everyone just picked up on the Chargers, is on a bye this week. So I think that he's a good start uh, this week. RB2 flex. So uh, I have the Washington defense yeah. for a sleeper. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I meant. The when secondary I was is just going to pop off this week. It's actually... Danny Dimes okay, is listen. not... Should be it shouldn't be Danny Dimes. It should be like dude. He know. wasn't that bad though against the Cowboys. Like, Danny Dukies. <laughs> he <laughs> honestly really was don't. not that bad. Like he he's he's not the worst quarterback. He's better than Dwayne Haskins. Sure. Uh, but we have Kyle Allen coming back, so yeah. it's a no question win for the football team. Obviously, right? but the defense is the secondary, especially Landon Collins, is just going to pop off this week. I'm going to say Landon Collins gets an interception. We don't have Matt Ioannidis for the rest of the year. He tore his biceps or something like that. I don't know why that keeps you out for the whole year, but he's done for the season. If you tear a muscle, I mean, you can recover from that, right? A, a torn muscle? Yeah, but, you know, a, a, he's a dude. Can recover. That's what I'm saying. Like, it takes a year to recover to recover a torn muscle. You tore the. I don't care. Play. All right. Torn play muscle. Through it, you didn't yeah. break your leg. All right. Yeah. Not Dak Prescott. Get in the game. All right. Chase Young is starting, but Matt Ioannidis is a huge loss because he's just a big man, you know. And Deron Payne isn't that good compared to Matt Ioannidis when it comes to the run game. But even still, a couple interceptions for the secondary. You know, I'd start the, the football team's defense against the weak Giants offense. 
Is it fair to say that the Washington's D-line has kind of been underperforming a little and Washington's no. secondary has been No, 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 not at all. We have the second little. most sacks in the league. Okay. Uh, I mean, we have 17 sacks total, which is like pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so we're not underperforming. On the How many of those came against the Eagles? Seven? Uh... Six. Six. six or so, five. Six or five. Right. So uh, then that's um so that's eleven sacks in four weeks. So that's like that's like um I don't know. how many is that? Like one and a half a week. Something like that. So that's okay. that's not bad. We're we we also have like the better than the Bills. The I'm gonna say we're like top bills. five in interceptions in the whole league, which is pretty crazy. Uh so, I don't know. I mean, so that's what I've been kind of saying is that statistically you know, we're not the worst. No, but we just look not. terrible. Like for I know. most of the game, and then I think Ron Rivera play. is really changing things, man. I think you changing have something to look forward to. We have a I really damn do. Good culture in DC. I really do, man. This is I. This is gonna. This I think this is the turnaround. I mean, I know Dan Snyder is still the owner, and I know he could still mess things up, but. I think that with this hiring of Ron Rivera, I think that people, or I think that he basically said to Dan Snyder, "Hands off, let me let me do my thing." I bet you he gets jealous. I bet Dan gets jealous and he just fires Ron Rivera <laughs> just halfway through the season. Like yeah. We start winning games. He's like, "I want Bruce Allen back." Bruce puts Allen him, puts him as the coach of the team and the Puppet. GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce something Allen. Something like that would happen. Worst president ever. All right, uh, I got a couple of sleeper picks here. Uh, they're both in the same game, actually, and this is the game that got canceled last week. So, once again, Nikhil Harry. I said it last week because I thought the game was still going to happen. So, it looks like it's going to happen this week. Cam Newton is back practicing. I think I got a notification for that. So, I think Broncos-Patriots is going to be a pretty decent game to watch. Uh, Nikhil Harry had him last week. And then another guy I didn't have in this game last week, KJ Hamler. Uh, they've Melvin Gordon just got charged with a DUI, so I don't know what's up. With Melvin, his, what is he doing, man? I don't know, but he, yeah, I don't know. Melvin Gordon is like, he's the, the wannabe Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> and I think he's. I, I think mean, he's pretty good. I think he's pretty good, but I think that it's just good. Hand the keys. I think he's getting don't to. Hop in the car. He, he's like a Todd Gurley at this point, you know. I think once you're past your, I I think 28 for running backs is way too old, Devontae Freeman. But I think once you're like 25, 26, you might have to just move on. I think drafting one running back, use your third, second round pick on them. They're talented coming out every year, you know. I think that run game is highly based off of offensive line, so I think you. You can throw. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm obviously more lenient towards the running backs. Don't matter philosophy. So, but yeah, he's getting up there. Anyways, KJ Hamler. They've been a pass-heavy offense. Noah Fant looks to be out this game. He's questionable. I don't know, but KJ Hamler. Yeah. It's all for it? me. Yeah. All right. We'll come back to you with our game picks for Week Six. game picks for week six i'm gonna hand it off to tom first game on the slate we got the ravens versus the eagles what do you think i was hating on the ravens i picked the Bengals to win what was wrong with me i i i was just buying into joe burrow he just came off of his first win anyways yeah talked a lot of smack about the ravens i said that i should shut up about them so definitely a ravens win yeah i'm gonna say ravens too i think it's pretty easy 
No question. Carson I mean, Wentz. Eagles finished. played very well against the Steelers. He put up 31 points. Miles Sanders had that long touchdown run, but that was really about it uh, for his production. How about uh, we didn't mention him, but Travis Fulgham? Uh, maybe start him in fantasy. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, you're spending way too much time on this game. Broncos Pats. What do you got? Pats, especially if Cam Newton is back. I got the Broncos just for no for no apparent reason. I just hate the Patriots and I would like to see them lose this weekend and I think they might so I think this might be an upset teaser for Sunday we got a question what's TPP's least favorite uh, team in the NFL we'll answer that on Sunday so tune in then to hear it but I think Tom is probably going to say the Pats but I got oh. it no alright alright maybe not maybe not there's so many more teams that you can just hate in this league you know yeah well little teaser for Sunday tune in to hear our answer uh, yeah so I said Patriots next game on the slate Texans Titans I got the Titans <laughs> well yeah Titans I, mean, I don't think that's a question they had the best plays for every team they had a video they had the best plays for every team through week four yeah right? and the Texans best play was a sack and I just thought it was the saddest thing every other team had like a deep shot for a touchdown the Texans best play was a sack that shows you how bad their offense has been through the first four weeks of the season like they're just terrible they're terrible. And I don't know if Romeo Cornell is going to change that, but... Romeo like Cornell, players. yeah, he's the head coach, I forgot, but... Interim. Interim head coach. I think they should just keep him. He's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I want to say the Texans. I want the Titans to lose very badly. I don't like the Titans. Uh, so, yeah, uh, still got the Titans winning. I think that the Texans can take advantage of that defense, especially if they're missing the pieces that they are. Dory Jackson, their first-round pick a couple years ago, was out against the Bills. Apparently, we couldn't do anything against them still. But, yeah, still got Titans. Browns-Steelers. Got the Browns. The Browns. I got the Steelers. I have a special place in my heart for the Browns. I well, really I like do. the Browns. I just don't think they're going to win. So. The Steelers just let up 31 points against the Eagles. The Browns just beat the number one defense in the NFL in the Colts. Well, that was and Phil Rivers. That, that wasn't, you know, the offense. They put up uh, how many points? Uh, well, I don't even okay, think that was the, the Browns' points, best game. Like, some of the points were on a pick six, right? And yeah. Then, wait, maybe two pick sixes. Yeah. So that's like 14 points off of defensive touchdowns, yeah. right? So, I mean, you know, they wouldn't have won the game if Phillip Rivers was, you know, top form. But he's, he's a terrible quarterback. They should put in Jacoby Brissett. I don't know what they're doing. Jacoby Brissett, is he even on the team anymore? They just picked up a guy from Washington. He has a huge arm. I hope that he does well. I forget his name, but he was like a fifth-round pick. But, yeah, I think he had, like, attitude problems, and that's why he dropped a lot. So, but... I still have the Browns winning this. I was actually talking to a Browns fan this week. Shout Browns out, fans? Shout out to Dr. Yuseska. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was. He watched the game closely, and he said that he was watching it, and as a Browns fan, as a Browns fan, he's a confident Browns fan, to be fair. He said that that didn't even look like their best football, so I think that if they come out and they really perform against the Steelers, this is kind of a statement game for the Browns. I think they might be in second place in the AFC North, but the thing is, once the Browns have expectations, it all goes away, so... They're like 4-1 for the first time since like 1999, which yeah, is with pretty the, impressive. So. With the... When Bill Belichick was the coach. 1994, I think it was, actually. Yeah, so, but I got the Browns, you got the Steelers, so. Two decades ago, geez. It's the game to watch, definitely. Falcons versus Vikings. Vikings. 
Vikings all the way. No Do we much. have to talk about this anymore? No, not really. All right. Lions versus Jags is a really bad game. I think this is the worst game of the week right now, just, just from hearing it. Uh, so, I don't know. Jags. Lions. Lions are a better team than Jaguars. No, they're not. I think that the... I think that the Lions defense doesn't have anything. Matt Patricia is an awful head coach. So. Yeah, he's really bad. But Stafford's a dog. So. Stafford is a dog. So Poor guy, man. Just poor guy. Wasted career. Bengals versus Colts. Uh, I'll take the Colts. Coming off a loss. Pretty angry about that. Bengals just lost to the Ravens. Bad. So I think this will be an interesting game to watch, even though it doesn't appear to be one. I'll take the Colts as well. If Phil Rivers can just throw the ball, he looks so weak. He looks so bad. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah, uh, old. If they, if they had a better quarterback, they would win their division, no question, I think. So, sure. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts in this one, but they better get a new quarterback soon. Bears versus Panthers. Ooh. This is actually a good game, surprisingly. I'll take Teddy Two Gloves in this one take the Panthers. Why does he throw with two gloves? Who does that? He looks he like does. a wide receiver in the pocket. <laughs> I don't know. He just... Uh, Teddy Two Gloves, you know? Uh, I guess so. I'm going to take the Bears in this one. Nick cannot be denied. No question about it. I think there's a lot of sneakily good games this week, and I think this is one of them. But Nick Foles versus Teddy Two Gloves. Nick's got that easy. All right. Jets versus Dolphins. <laughs> this is this might be the worst game of the week. No, Dolphins Dolphins offense is actually pretty good. Yeah, but it still it's the worst game of the week. Like, no, I think Jags versus Lions is even worse. Uh, it's just always fun to watch people beat up on the Jets. You know, please. So Le'Veon Bell goes and Adam Gase stays. Very happy about that. Keep him. Hashtag keep Adam Gase in New York. So uh, let's hope that... I'm hoping for a Jets win so that Adam Gase can say, I won a game, keep me here. But <laughs> I got to predict the Dolphins to win this one. I think he's a better coach than Matt Patricia. I'll give him that. That's a hot take. You know? That's a hot take. I don't think so. No, it's a hot take. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this one. No question. Dolphins offense is too good. Fitzpatrick has the potential in this game to go off for like 500 yards. He could have a career game. He could get half the yards he gets this season in this game. That's sure. how bad the Jets defense is. Yeah. So, we give it to the Dolphins. Yeah. Easy win. All right. The Pack versus the Bucks. Ooh, another. I think this one is non-sneaky good game. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This is obviously the game of the week. They, is it? They're going to put this on Fox. I think Chiefs v. Bills is the game of the week. It's Monday night. Troy Aikman, Joe Buck. But it's Troy Aikman, Joe the Buck. The classic combo, you know. On the non-Cowboys game? Yeah, well, Dak Prescott's not in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> they, Nobody wants the red rifle to win, you know. They I, want Dak. I saw, uh, I saw a funny post today. Some guy put $500 on... Andy Dalton to win MVP. I think the return was one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> so that man's gonna be rich because the red rifle is gonna go off. I okay. want him to win MVP. I I, I like the Cowboys a lot more now than I did last week. <laughs> you didn't you know? like Dak. Prescott? I love Dak Prescott, but I just hate how the media hypes him up. Right? Yeah. I just love Andy Dalton. He's I just know. Such now a everyone's kind of quiet about it, and you know, so best backup quarterback in the league by far. Yeah, no I, I think I'll, I'm there with you. I got the Bucks winning this game. I don't think the Packers' defense is that great. They're not good against the run. I think they'll just, you know, Ronald Jones will just run through them. That's my prediction. 
Aaron Rodgers is playing some of the best football of his career. Aaron Jones is proving all the haters wrong right now. So, got to take the pack. I've I've always loved the Packers. I mean, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like his attitude. I don't like his attitude. I don't. I I mean, certain people are cocky, and it's, like, fun to watch. But, like, Aaron Rodgers seems like a cold human being. Like, you give him a hug, and you you, you don't feel any sort of warmth. My opinion. He's like he's like Clint Eastwood, you know. It's just yeah, yeah. I like Clint Eastwood more. I like Clint Eastwood too, but like uh, that's that's always that's always the guy I think of. But yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers killer man. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, give me the pack. All right, Rams versus 49ers. Oh, this is not a good game. I don't like the Rams. Uh, let's go with. Uh, I like the Rams in this one. I don't know. This is just such a this is just such a trash tier game. Uh, let's go with the Rams, I guess. All right, Chiefs versus Bills. You want to save that one for later, or do we got any more games? Uh, we could go with the Cardinals versus the boys. I mean, All right, that's not a great game. All right, let's go with uh, the boys. Red Rifle. Let's get it. Let's go with okay. The the Cowboys defense is the worst in the league. There's yes, no it is. Right? Yes, it is. But the I best love... player on that defense is Travion Diggs. I think <laughs> I'm. I think I'm gonna pick the Cowboys from here on out in every single game, no matter what. Just because Andy gonna Dalton put up like 56 this weekend. I just love Andy Dalton ones? that much. All yeah. right. We'll go with the boys. We'll go with the boys. All even, right. Even though the, I hate the boys. The Cardinals just beat up on the Jets, you know, and everyone's like, okay, they're back in the swing. Just because you beat the Jets doesn't mean anything. They lost to the Lions, and they lost to uh, the Panthers. So. And Kyler Murray threw three picks. So, so mm. I think it's closer than people are think it's going to be, so give me the boys, yeah. All right. Let's go with the WFT versus the Giants. Oh, it's a good game. Game, game of the week for sure. Mm-hmm. Danny Dukies. <laughs> Danny Dukes. Uh, yeah, give me the Washington football team. Hell yeah, let's um, go. I'm on. I have not picked against the football team this year, no, and this not. is the first pick I actually feel confident about. <laughs> I feel like we can win this game. So it's kind of weird for me though. I mean, like we saw that. So I'm I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. So we saw Kyler Murray get drafted when Josh Rosen was in Arizona. Are you, are you kind of getting what I'm pointing at here? So it's kind of a tank. It's almost a little bit of a tank bowl here, uh, a little bit. So which one? I mean, I know, I know you don't want your team to lose, and I I I don't know. Do you think Dwayne is your guy? Do you think Kyle Allen is your guy? I think I, uh, I think if Alex Kyle, Smith is our guy. Alex Smith? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, so you I can think play on a broken leg and still be better than both so of i'm sure every single person in new york right now is wanting the giants to lose to already get rid of danny dimes and to get trevor lawrence in a giants uniform so i don't know how the washington football team feels with their quarterback carousel going on right now but i think this is uh i think the giants definitely giants fans want them to lose this game I heard it from one of them today that they want Trevor Lawrence. So, I don't know. How do they feel about Danny Dimes? Just We'll take Trevor Lawrence, dude. No, I, I guess. I don't care I... if we lose this game, man. We'll take it. All right. All right. But, yeah. So Chiefs versus Bills. This is the game of the week. Yeah. Um, I think it was until last night. 
Still uh, the game of the week, though. All right. Huge stat line for Patrick Mahomes. We normally do our Thursday night preview, so I'm just going to name him the player of the week right now. He's going to put up seven touchdowns against the Bills, and he is going to obliterate us. Wow, all it takes is one week, man. You're so, so happy about the success. I know. I know. This is... this is. Um, Give me a break, man. I'm a Bills fan. I'm a Bills fan. I have the right to be depressed about this. I have the right to be unoptimistic. Or what, what would I call it? Pessimistic. I have the right to be pessimistic again. About the Bills, so the Bills snagged this game, no question about it. <laughs> actually, though, actually. Though. All right, I really, I, I want the Bills to win this so bad, but I, this this will be a test of Josh Allen right here. If I think that he is without a doubt the MVP this year, if he wins this game, like right now, like after right, this, right now it's not. But. No, right now he is definitely not. Pretty bad game, but you know what? That's what MVPs are all about. Bouncing back from your worst performances. So I'm going to find a way to spin it and make myself optimistic about this game before Monday night. And I'm going to be hyped up on Sunday, talking about the Bills, saying that they're going to win, but I'm not there right now, especially after last night. So give me a Chiefs W over the Bills. Bills take this one, no question. I don't know why. I just. I don't think the Chiefs are going to win, especially after you lose to Las Vegas. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The Chiefs, the, the Chiefs don't look like the, how they've kind of been. I, I don't know. Like, I think that might have been a wake up call, but we'll see. Maybe. I think the Bills will win. Two rebounding teams going against each other. Two high powered offenses, uh, who are coming off of losses. So, this is definitely a very good game to watch. I think. I think that it's going to be close. I think it's going to be fun football. So tune in Monday night. I think it's Monday at five o'clock. I, I don't know. It's, it was hell? the NFL needs to learn how to reschedule. I like Tuesday night football. I think that should be like a staple. I don't. I don't like want it. Thursday night football. I want Tuesday night football. I'd prefer Tuesday night football over Thursday night football, but still TNF. You know, you can you can spin it around. Yeah, Thursday night games are awful, but all right, that's gonna wrap up our game picks. We'll come back to you with some closing thoughts before week six. Closing thoughts before week six. Dak. Yeah. That was disgusting. Just like a a horrific injury. You know, he wasn't even like, it doesn't even look like he was in that much pain. He like hopped back up and he was like, come here, come here. Like I need the trainer because I can see my leg is Dude, I chopped. I saw him break it and he slammed it back on the ground like he was trying to put it back into place. Waggling around. They did it on the field. Yeah. They snapped it back in on the field. So he went Because you have to. You you would get infected and end up like Alex Smith. But because the trainers on the football team don't know what they're doing, so they didn't the snap Cowboys have so in. much money. Yeah. So yeah, they can just uh snap that right they got the pros out there, but yeah, I think this is gonna be like a moment in history. What were you doing doing during the Dak Prescott injury? You know, it's kinda of like the Joe Theismann injury. I mean, I remember what happened when Alex Smith got injured. I was in the car uh, listening to the Washington football team game, and I was there with you. I was. You were in the car. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Sonny Jurgensen was on the call. He hung up the headset this year. It's sad to sad to say, but legend. Yeah, he. I, I think uh, his insightful comment was that didn't look good. So <laughs> he said that about fifty times. <laughs> I think he and did. They, they wheeled him out of the booth. Yeah, took him to the old folks' home. Yeah, say all right, Sonny, your field trip's over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think 
so what I was doing during the Dak Prescott injury was I was out with some of the boys while Tom was in Connecticut. We were celebrating my win of the fantasy league as commissioner. So I presented myself with the trophy and everything. But we were walking into uh, Green Turtle and uh, we had just gotten in there. And I look away from from the TV for a second of the Cowboys game because like, I think the guy said something to me about getting a table or something. But And then someone says, oh my gosh, Dak just broke his leg. And I just look up and I see the replay and I was like, oh dear, that's a season ending injury right there. It's, it's really sad to see. Everyone is so sad about Dak Prescott. You know, everyone gives him crap about garbage time and how bad of a quarterback he is. But I think you got to be like a really, a real scumbag to not feel bad for Dak Prescott after the year he was having. He has 1,800 passing yards and he still leads the NFL in passing yards even after not playing a half and it's like not even close it's by 200 yards he's beating josh allen so very sad to see even if you're an nfc east fan and some i mean we love to see the red rifle and everything but prayers up to dak yeah poor guy honestly though like you know you can't it's just like disgusting to watch i don't know it was i saw it live and what they did with Joe Theismann was they replayed his injury about 50 times. Yeah, and they, that's what they did with Dak. And they had the slow-mo this time no, in no, no, HD. No. They only replayed it once Yeah, because they saw it was so graphic. You know, yeah, something you Because, like, the Joe Theismann injury you couldn't see very well, especially with the non-HD TV back then. So I think they were trying to see what happened. And it was, like, so bad. But, yeah, Dak, <sighs> poor guy. I mean... Really, I mean, he was looking for his contract this year. He was on a prove-it deal. And he he was betting on himself, really, and he was going to get a massive extension. So, I think I'm Jerry not, Jones might have intentionally injured him so he doesn't have to pay maybe. him. Maybe. I mean, but you almost kind of, at least for me, I almost feel like it, it was bound to happen. They were overworking him completely, you know? It just felt like every single snap he was taking, it was him. It wasn't a handoff to Zeke. It was like, he was having like 50 pass attempts a game. And Well, that's McCarthy's offense. That's what he does. Yeah, so. I guess so, but I'm just saying, I just feel like it was almost bound to happen. It's like he overworked himself almost, but on that tackle, yeah. Rough rough sort of thing. It, Tom and I kind of disagree about how it happens. I, I think he, I think his ankle just gave out and just snapped, but you said that the guy was kind of pushing him down. It was like a leverage thing. Like, yeah. it, he, his foot hit the turf, right? And the other guy was pulling him the other way. So his weight was going this way and his leg was going this way and it just gave out. Yeah. Right? He didn't roll his ankle and just snapped it. Yeah, I mean, that was a bad snap, too. I've broken my ankle before, a little hairline fracture, but that was a whole... No, it was a compound fracture. It was... I, I had a hairline fracture, I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, I stepped in a ditch. I didn't have my shoes tied and just went the wrong way. I remember that. That was the worst pain I've ever felt. And he, like, he took it like a man. I mean, he was crying, yeah, but I don't think he was crying because of the pain. His he was crying because he lost out on all that money. Who knows? I know. I think the worst part about injuries is it's not even the, the pain. It's just the fact that, you know, you know that your season is over. You wake up. And it's like, that's why Andrew Luck retired. It was just kind of a cycle for him at that point. But I don't think it'll be like that for Dak this is his first ever injury I think uh this is the first time he's gonna miss a game ever so kind of sad but yeah I mean that's kind of what's on my mind besides the Bills game I could talk ages about the Bills game but yeah I don't think anyone wants to hear that you know (laughs) no I don't think anyone does want to hear that unless you're a Bills fan and 
yeah, it was just, yeah, I, I mean, I like this. I think people like to hear me vent and be depressed. I mean, that's kind of fun to hear someone. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, people would rather hear about let us how know good and, the football uh, team is. Yeah, give us a five-star review for depression on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. You know, I, I'm having multiple people walk up to me, tell us how great we're doing on the podcast, and... I'm very happy to hear it. We're here for you guys, you know? We we want to provide you with great entertainment. We just got to 100 followers on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, I said that a giveaway. Quick. Yeah, I said a giveaway is coming soon, you know? So, yeah. giveaway. Yeah. All right. Don't want a giveaway. <laughs> I I didn't inform Tom that so he's kind of learning about this live, but we're I'm working on it still. I know I'm a little late, but the the place that I was gonna get the item for the giveaway has been closed every time I went there, so it's it's kind of annoying. But yeah, I mean, so thank you all so much for the hundred followers on Instagram. Yeah, we're just gonna keep this rolling. Let's get to a thousand. Come on, Whoa. and uh, big <laughs> goals. A big step there. Big yeah. step. I know we can do it though. TPP Sports. I know that you know we're kind of chill guys here. You're all professionals. You know, conduct yourselves very well. You know, you know, you might not be that blasphemous, but I want you to go out there and be rowdy every time you're at a party. <laughs> that's socially distanced, or you know, have you have your masks on? Maybe not. I don't know, but just go out there, tell your friends. All right, tell them, listen to us. They're not gonna regret hearing our podcast. I promise you. You know, I'm out here advertising to as many people as I can. Come listen to us, but we're just trying to gain a following right now. And you guys have been great. So thank you all for listening so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it means a lot. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, that's all. Thank you, all you wonderful professionals, for tuning in. We'll talk to you Sunday night about our thoughts after week six.